What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach. And he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini box. Smarties and the Kit Kats, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world, and specifically the United States of America. Welcome the RP show. It's our second seating. As we like to say, we had Derek Duke Myers in hour one, and for all the new viewers, hopefully you stayed with us into hour two. We have the Hall of Fame president of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I have a question just burning that I'm going to get out to Jim Hobson here right away, but we want to talk with the viewers. We want to have a great CFL chat. The NFL preseason kicks off tonight. Week nine in the uh, CFL. There's a lot going on. By the way, our poll question, we should get that out for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, is this. What will you be watching tonight? NFL, CFL, MLB, or other? And running away with it is the Canadian Football League. From the viewers of this show, 62%. Jim Hobson, great to see you as always. Thank you for the uh, coming down. Good to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> These days, in this business, great to be seen. Great to be seen. Here's my thing. I haven't talked to you since Mike Ditka's Gridiron Greats Hall right. of Fame induction in Chicago. That is a big deal. It was. How was it? Uh, it was really, really good. Um, uh, they treated us like gold. Uh, Brenda went down with me and my son and his partner. The first our, lady. Yep, the first lady and, uh, and our good friends, Don and Jeanette Sangster. Um, uh, Mike was there. He's really aged, uh, but he's still sharp. He's still, he's, but he's aged, and, uh, but he was great. Uh, but it, what was cool was the night before when I got to hang out with uh, uh, Jack Youngblood and Warwick Dunn and Frank yeah. Winters and uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is the greatest guy. Riverboat Ron. He is great. I had a great visit with him. But the guy that blew me away uh, was Marv Levy. 
He's almost. He went in years. with you too, didn't he? No, he. But he made a presentation. Okay. Guy's almost 100 years old. So I started talking to him about Montreal and and uh, you know uh, the players there. And uh, he sharp as attack. Remember, he loved Montreal. Loved Montreal. Loved the CFL. So uh, it was great. We really had a good time and uh, got to spend an evening at the uh, Blues Bar. You know and. Uh, Went down the river. It's a fabulous city. I didn't know it was such Chicago. a Chicago. Oh, wow. It's one of the few left on my bucket it's, list. You're you, telling me I got to go, huh? You, the river, we, we were right on the river, and we did the river walk. We did the river cruise. It's, it's a great city. Yeah. So, well, if I may say that I'm proud of you for going in there. I well, mean, this was, stuff never gets old, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was kind of intimidating. You know, you go down there, and there's all these NFL greats, and there's quite a few guys that have been in there before, and or been in there uh, previously. And, uh, uh, you know, also you hear this guy from the CFL, but I got a chance to talk about CFL, riders. They and, care. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they really seem to appreciate that. And they, and they were really uh, happy we're there because, uh, you know, the alumni in, in the CFL is very much focused on, on head injuries and helping out the, uh, you know, the alumni that are struggling, and that's what he's about. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was really good, really good. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, writes in, you guys won a great cup together in 2013. He says, I worked with a lot of good ones in my 20 years in the CFL. Jim was one of the best, and he puts a heart uh, up there. So that's from our good guy, Smitty. Listen, I apologize to monopolize your time. I want to keep talking about this, but I just want to say one thing. I went to the Super Bowl this year for the very first time. Wow. And I went to the Ditka and Jaws cigar party. Right. You heard it. Well, it's for gridiron he greats. Gave, he gave me three cigars. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Well, here's my thing. He wasn't there. I'm roaming around this party in L.A. going, where's Ditka? Where's Ditka? And they said, well, he's not that mobile. He doesn't no. come. Jaworski was there. Right. And he was the life of the party. Yeah. But my point is, you mentioned the NFL and those guys. It's a different world, Jim. <laughs> I'm looking around going. Money. money yeah i mean you have prosthetics and all the rest in both leagues cfl nfl but money and just old nfl it was something and so i would assume that you were around that yeah and yeah. uh and and a lot of characters oh, like yeah. jack youngblood like you know a guy i i he was a hero when i uh was was uh, younger and uh you know he's still bigger than life you know and they all are kind of bigger than life yeah yeah the coolest guy was work done uh couldn't believe he rushed for 10,000 yards. He's maybe 5'9", 5'10". Right. Uh, 185 pounds, feet. played down in Tampa. Outstanding individual, does a lot of charity work. Uh, just a great guy, but uh, when, when he was young, his mother was a policewoman, and she was killed in the line of duty. And he raised, like, five brothers and sisters, and just incredible young man. I was so impressed by him. Huh? Well, well, I'm glad you had a great time. Yep. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, watching, says, how come no one makes real Chicago deep-dish pizza anywhere else than Chicago? Come down to South Florida. I'll show you a place called Jets, Jets Pizza. They make It's a cross between deep dish and Pizza Hut. It's amazing. And Western Pizza. Throw we, that in We there. went to the original deep dish pizza restaurant. It's in kind of in a basement brick building, and it was incredible. We just, you know, it was Pepperoni? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and and it was everything that they said it would be. Huh? Oh, good, cool, very oh, cool. Oh, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. So, are we saying you're in retirement, or are we not, or what? Well, I, uh, um, I'm still on several boards. I'm I'm on the SAS Power Board, the Real Board. I was at the fair last night. Went to uh, saw the head pins, and uh, they were better than I remember. You know, <laughs> well, like, that's good. Pretty cool. And uh, I'm on uh, I'm on the CFL alumni board. So, and I'm I'm the chair of the. Uh, 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 U of S Husky Athletics. So, 
um, and all that's happening, and I've been, I've been battling uh, stage four colon cancer for the last 16 months. So, uh, but uh, my doctor and, and my board said, we want you to stay on, and it gives you something else to kind of focus on. So, you, you know, you're not just uh, uh, sitting around. So, yeah, I've been busy and trying to stay busy. Went to, went to the Ryder game, uh, the, the last one, where we started strong and faded. But uh, I saw uh, Gordy Gilroy this morning. I had to visit with him for a little bit about, about a couple of helmets I want to donate. And, uh, you know, he said they're, they're going to get healthy here soon and they're going to get better. And I, I agree. They need to get healthy. That's for sure. Well, so Tacona is watching in Winnipeg. And in the chat, he says, wow, what a quick story of persevering. Well, it's not quick at all, and there's a little more to it than that. we got time. I appreciate you coming in for as long as you have. When you told me that you were going through this cancer battle, I thought, and I told you, if there's anybody that can beat this, it's you. And you know that I've been touched uh, by cancer in my family, mm-hmm. and I've found with the people battling cancer, attitude has so much to do with recovery. Yeah. It's actually documented. That it, <laughs> makes it? A, it, it makes a difference. And, yeah. Uh, you know, right from the start, I said, uh, you know, we're going to beat this, and we're going to, and if we don't beat it, we're sure going to fight. And uh, I have, I've, I've had, uh, I've had two major surgeries. I had surgery on my liver back in February. I had surgery uh, to remove my tumor, resection my colon in in uh, June. I've had 21 chemo treatments. Went back on chemo last week. Uh, so it's been a battle, uh, but the support I've had from my family from my wife, from, from the alumni, uh, the, the visits, the calls. My, my wife said, Jesus, you, you almost need a, a receptionist, to, you know, the calls to come in. And so people have been very supportive. And uh, I can't say enough about the cancer clinic here in Regina. The, the people here are world-class, world-class. Oh, they are very They're good. very good. It, let's hope you never have to deal with yeah. them, right? But what, if you do, you'll be in good hands. Now, to that end, the reason I bring that up is, your era with the Rough Riders, the decade of decadence, as I've lovingly called it, 2005 to 2014, I kind of look back and go, was that real? Because <laughs> it seemed like a dream. Yeah. Well, to watch, well, I wasn't watching. I was in it, but it seemed like a dream. Did you know, it to you? Yeah. Uh, I look back and, uh, you know, seeing Gordy this morning and we were looking at it. We were actually. This I is the a, equipment manager of the yeah, Riders, by I had the way. A, I have a 13 uh, helmet, autographed helmet that I'm going to donate. And we got talking about it. And I said, you know, Gordy, it wasn't all wine and roses, though. I mean, we had the Travis Smith thing. We had the Roy issue. We had the Eric issue. I said, we've been through tough times before. The difference was. We went to Grey Cups. We went to four Grey Cups. We won. And the, and the fan base was just over the, over the moon, over the top. They just couldn't be more supportive. And so it was a pretty wonderful time to, uh, uh, you know, to be with the riders and be around the riders. And uh, I hope we can capture that, some of that magic again and get going. But a lot of that was, listen, man, how many times have I interviewed you? Hundreds? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember when you first started with the riders, February 2nd, 2005, you had this vision of Grey Cups and sold-out stadiums. Like, you literally had a vision. Yep. You just spoke it into existence, or how do you make that happen? That, if you could bottle it, everybody would do that's it. That's what the CEO has to do. Uh, you've got to hold the vision up for people to see and hear and talk about it. And I remember when I came in and I said, and I, and I you know, I had great rivalry with the Eskimos, but now the Elks. 
But I said, I want to be the new Edmonton Eskimos. I want to win multiple championships. I want to be the standard bearer of the CFL. And I think people thought, this guy's kind of losing it. Huh? We're the riders. You know, we don't, we don't have those. We don't deserve of, good things. We don't do that. We, yeah. <laughs> we're lucky to, you know, be here. And that was kind of, we had to shift from thinking, oh, we're lucky to have a team to, no, we're the best franchise in the CFL. And I think we achieved that. Uh, we, you know, with the merchandise sales, our record, the, the fan support, the new stadium. So, uh, that's still there, but, you know, COVID's kind of kicked us a little bit, and gas prices are kicking us, and we're going through some tough times. And uh, But, uh, you know, that's who we are. We're the riders. We'll get better. Uh, yeah, but when you talk about that, and we'll, we'll see this attendance in the CFL games this year. I'm not talking about it as much as I used to talk about it. I'd rather talk about the games. And I remember Al Ford in the 90s when I would interview him on the pregame show with the rider GM. You know what the CFL was like in the 90s. Yeah. Whew. Right. And I would ask him about the business side of things. And Alan Ford, the general manager of the Riders, would say, can we talk about football? I'm like, well, I didn't know enough about football. This was, this was what was on the front cover of the Globe and Mail every day. This league's about to fold. And I was like, it seems like nothing can kill this league if COVID can't. No, uh, I had, uh, Brendan and I had dinner with uh, Rick Lollisher and his wife, Joan, last when they were in town. And we're close friends. And... Uh, we talked about the CFL quite a bit, and he said attendance is our, our number one challenge right now. And he said, what's, what's interesting is our product is really good. We've got great games. We're, we're, we're seeing games go down to the last minute. He said, you know, the Lions are on a roll. He said, what's interesting is we're selling a lot of, a lot of the uh, cheaper seats, and we're selling a lot of high-end seats, but we're not selling in the middle. That's the families. That's the long-term fans. And so we got to get that back. Um, you know, he said that's that's their number one challenge out there. And he said, quite frankly, uh, their stadium's too big. You know, no matter what they do, they're not going to put 60,000 people in there, just like uh, they can't do it in Edmonton anymore. So uh, that's a challenge. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we're seeing crowds uh, uh, less than what we used to see uh, uh, as a norm here. And uh, hopefully we'll get back uh, once we get into Labor Day and so on. Jack, my guy Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, watching. He's a Stampeder fan, says, Jim, you are a superstar. Thank you for everything you've contributed to football, but most of all, being a leader in showing us all what it takes to be an overcomer. Prayers up. That from Jack in Vulcan. Do you, you uh, see Thank yourself you. as an inspiration that way to people battling cancer? Uh, I didn't. I, when I first started on this journey, I, I, I was fairly quiet about it. I, you know, I kind of, kind of kept it to myself and my immediate friends and family. But then I had a lot of people say to me that uh, uh, they did find it inspirational that I could be positive and be facing this with it with an upbeat attitude. So I've, I try to reach out now. I try to talk, touch base with people. Uh, my personal hero, uh, who just passed away, was Kelly Hamilton. And uh, Kelly and I were longtime friends. And the last time I saw him was in the cancer clinic, and and we were we were joking about things. And and uh, but again, Mr. Pot, you know Kelly. I mean, couldn't couldn't be a more upbeat, positive guy. Did so much. He and Lenny for uh, uh, minor football, libel field, you know. And uh, way too young, just way too young. And so. Uh, I think we all have our heroes that we look look to and and uh, use as inspiration. And he was he was mine, and I think about him quite a bit. And uh, um, hopefully we you know hopefully this journey is going to last longer than uh, than uh, than shorter. Huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here is a teaser for the next segment because we viewers writing in saying how great the CFL product is. You just mentioned Rick Wallace saying the same. The president of the BC Lions, the outgoing president of the BC Lions. 
What do you attribute that to? Because I think the suits, the tall foreheads in the CFL, the big cheeses will say it's because of their rule changes. And I'm not so sure it's entirely that. I think it's because of a lot of great people that have brought in great players. The Stalton shown in Winnipeg is something. What would you attribute to the great product this year as opposed to last year, which was the lowest scoring season since 1974? I think uh, a lot of it has to do with, uh, uh, with the fact that we came out of COVID finally and we were able to get back to a little more normal. But we've got some pretty stable uh, football pe- people now across the league. You know, I mean, Huff is... He's legendary, what he does in Calgary. They just continue to win, he and Dickie, and we got J.O. here. And Winnipeg, uh, I give, you know, Wade Miller, I, I, Wade's, a, Wade's a character, you know, and if you know Wade, he's bigger than life, but I give him credit. They stayed the course. They got beat up about their general manager, their head coach, but they stayed the course, and they've got a heck of a franchise there. And, and a, a guy that I absolutely love is Richie Hall and the job he's doing there. I, I still think that... Uh, uh, our team started to go down when uh, when they let Richie go. You know, uh, it wasn't just what he did as a coordinator, but what he brought to the team, his personality, you know, his uh, his love of football, his love of people. So, you know, you look around, and, and uh, I'm not a big Chris Jones fan, but having said that, I respect what he does, and uh, he's making that team better. Yeah. And, and he does it in the most, the most unorthodox way. Like, who brings back Manny Arsenal? But... Man, he seems to be helping that team, and and he's drawn. Oh, and he changes quarterbacks like his underwear. You know, it's under. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but the team is better, and he'll make that team better. And and I give BC credit, like what they've done. That young quarterback. I'm just afraid that we're not going to have him very long. I got a feeling he's going to. He'll be in the NFL. He's that uh, good. Nathan Rourke. Yeah, he's that good. And uh, you know, we, we're seeing a little struggle in the East, but. Uh, uh, Lapple finally, you know, got, got off the uh, losing streak. But they should have. They should be much better than they are. I uh, don't know what's going on in Montreal. I, I you know, I, I was a big fan of their coach, and uh, I'm glad to see he landed on his feet. But uh, you know, we're, we're, the product is good. The product is good, and there's so many American football players out there. And the the neat thing is. The Canadian players are just getting better and better. I read That's an article the about the number of Canadian players in the NFL right now. It's a pretty big number, and they're more not than ju- ever. They're not yeah. just, you know, they're not just backups. They're starters. They're, and in some cases, stars. Huh? There is an appetizer for what we're going to talk about when we come back. This week's games in the CFL and your questions. We'll turn you loose on El Presidente, the Hall of Fame president of the Rough Riders. Jim Hobson, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube. And 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. We'll just continue this on the air. Jim Hobson with us, El Presidente. You're talking about Tyler spending some time in Florida. I did not know was he was Mosaic Potash. Is it a long time? No, he well, was SAS Power last I knew. Yeah, he was a power, but he's yeah. been with Mosaic Potash now for about five years. Um, he actually has staff in Tampa that report to him. And his boss, uh, Sarah, was transferred down there last year. Yeah. And so he's down there quite a bit. Uh, he, was, he was just home last week. 
Um, really enjoyed it. It's interesting. Mosaic is using the playbook they had here to make connections in the community with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so, oh, I see it. You know, and so <laughs> they, uh, so yeah, he, uh, he loves going down there, of course. Who wouldn't love Tampa, you know? Well, and that's the point. So Jim was asking me about Florida and when I'll be back, and it'll be before too long. But it's a long ways where I am from where Tyler is. But we're, I got his number. Yeah. We'll yeah, have to hook up. Because you see the Mosaic, Mosaic Stadium. You see that logo on the boards with the lightning, and you see it on the sidelines with the Buccaneers. So. Well, they got a plant down there, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's uh, he's enjoying it. They're they're up uh, camping this next next couple of weeks. He's they're doing a, a mini triathlon, and he's worried about the swimming, but <laughs> but he'll make it. Yeah, he'll be fine. Sink or swim. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yes, Jim Hobson went into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame in what year? 18, I think. 2018. Boy, yeah, 18, 19. Time's flying. Yeah, yeah. Time and then flies. Uh, Mike Ditka's gridiron greats just this past spring. So we'll talk a little bit about the current CFL with our viewers here. And tonight, Week 9 kicks off with Winnipeg at Montreal. The Blue Bombers are favored by five on Thursday Night Football. What do you think about this Gary Stern the owner, many, you're not a Twitter guy, Jim, but this Gary Stearns discovered Twitter and he's made bold predictions. He's guaranteed a win tonight for the uh, Alouettes <laughs> against the Bombers. He's good for the league. We, yeah. we need guys like that, you yeah. know. And uh, I mean, the NFL's got all kinds of owners that uh, are out there and making <laughs> yeah. comments. But good for Gary. And uh, uh, he's passionate. He loves the team. They, they show him a lot on, uh, on the uh, game day. And, uh, you know, um, Montreal's got a pretty good team, but uh, they, can't, they can't seem to finish the game. And that's what they got to do against Winnipeg, because Winnipeg finds a way to win. They just, they just find a way to win, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, they're, they're not particularly great on offense, but, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll make the plays when they need to make them, huh? We've got a lot of viewers in Winnipeg, and some wrote in here earlier and said, could we see the Bombers going 18-0? and And because nobody ever has, I have to say no. But I think this Bomber team this year is better than the last two Grey Cup winners. I, do. I agree. They're a very good team. Uh, tough to go 18 and 0. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to rest some of your guys. You're gonna get injuries. Uh, and I think back to the great teams out of Edmonton, and they they weren't undefeated, but they were pretty close a lot of times. And it seemed to hurt them sometimes when they got into the playoffs because they hadn't had a lot of adversity. Huh? So, uh, but they're, they're a good team. There's no doubt about it. And. Uh, uh, it'll be, it should be a great matchup when they come back here in, uh, in uh, September. I'm smiling reading the viewer comments here. They're, they're all coming in. Uh, Clyde Carpenter's watching in the Maritimes, and he says, uh, love Stern's passion. The CFL needs more owners like him. Um, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Gary Stern is the Jerry Jones of the CFL. Stop. Do you know why I smiled, Jim? One night in Tirana, after a game, before your time, we were at a place called um, Jack Astor's and Ron oh, Clark. Been there. Ron Clark was there. Yes. <laughs> the, he, the credit card story? <laughs> oh, you heard. <laughs> Chairman of the riders at the time and a big cheese with what? Sask uh, Energy. Sask Energy, yeah. And he stood at the end of the table and, I'm the Jerry Jones of the CFL. I'll never, ever forget it. So we already have a Jerry Jones of the CFL. Sorry. And God bless Ron. He's in Saskatoon. You heard the story. Eh? You I hear did. all the stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, it's in my commentary today that runs on Saskatchewan Radio. I said, Gary Stern and Bo Levi Mitchell are the cheese whiz of the CFL. They add personality. 
Remember those old commercials? What do you think about Bo? He comes out, they lose to Winnipeg last week, and he goes, ah, big deal. I've beaten that team a thousand times. I'll beat him when it counts. What do you think? I like Bo. Uh, he, he's a character. Uh, you know, he's got a strong uh, belief in himself. Um, he wins. He wins. And uh, uh, I think he's good for the league in terms of he creates headlines. Uh, um, I was sad to see him struggling uh, last year, and I was afraid his career was, was uh, maybe on the downside. But he's, he's bouncing back. And, uh, uh, you know, if you had Bo on your team, we were talking about Dwight Anderson. He's that kind of guy. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not, yeah, not so much. Huh? <laughs> you hate him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's interesting, by the way, I mean, I put yourself in the pantheon of CFL legends like a Wally Buono, and Wally was on this show, and I said, do you have any regrets, Wally? And he said, two, if you can believe. He goes, I would have always liked to coach the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which knocked me off my chair. I never knew that. Yeah. And the other goes, yeah, he said, I would have liked the chance to coach Bo Levi Mitchell because he's special. There you go. Isn't that something? Yeah, is there a better is. phrase than that? Yeah, that's really uh, that's that's a heck of a compliment, you know, from a guy that did it all and yeah. had Flutie and and, and yeah, Garcia, that's right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, uh, that that says a lot right there. But uh, Wally's doing well. Uh, Rick uh, and Joan Wallace see them a lot, and uh, uh, he's doing well. He's he, not missing football as much no. as he thought. He's, he's, enjoy- <laughs> he's still around the game, but. Uh, He's enjoying life. Oh, I huh? talked to his daughter, Christy, when they were looking yes. for a GM here a while back, and I shot her a note, and I said, would your dad ever be interested? She's like, not a chance. He's enjoying life after football, I guess. Life after CFL. Yeah. Rick told me that the, the way he got that job was he was talking to Wally, uh, doing a reference, and uh, Wally says to him, well, Rick, why don't you come here? And Rick said, well, that wouldn't be a bad idea, or I think about that. Next morning, he got a call from David Bailey. It happened that quick, you know, and so, <laughs> and uh, he's really happy he went out there, and uh, it's been a good gig for him. Kind of guy that makes things happen. Yes, Wally he Wano. does. So to these other, so it's Calgary at Ottawa, and I got to mention this. So that's Friday night football, Calgary at Ottawa. The Stampeders are favored by five and a half, and we have Red Blacks fans watching. I apologize, Jenna. I said I'd get to the Red Blacks last hour, but when the Red Blacks won in Toronto Sunday. Uh, the story that moved across the wire overnight was the Red Blacks are back in the playoff hunt. And I'm like, they're one in six. <laughs> like, Jim, they got to change this. Yes. That's, uh, it's sad that uh, it, it's good in a way because you're never out of it in the CFL. I mean, we've seen some crossovers that, uh, you know, teams that are less than 500 and end up doing well, the Red Blacks uh, early on. But, yeah, I just uh, I don't know what was wrong with them. They just couldn't close the deal, and, and I like Lapo a lot. I think he's a very good coach, uh, but uh, let's hope they, they get their act together. It's hard to rescue a team from the dead, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, you're right. But he seems like he's got a quarterback he likes now, so that's, a, that's key for him. And uh, uh, But, uh, yeah, the, the East is interesting. You just never know what's going to happen. Dale in Winnipeg watching. He says, you all are doing an awesome job as always. Too late for Taco Tuesday? Turning 46. Taco about old. Oh, wow. His son Jack says, bad dad joke. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate that. Jeff the Stamps fan says, if Wally wanted to coach the Riders, why didn't he? Surely he could have if he wanted to. Life's about timing. You know that better than anybody. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he's 
pretty deep into the community and loves loves the lifestyle. His son's uh, got a restaurant out at Gibson's Landing, and you know, and his daughter's yep. out there. So, uh, you know, I could see him thinking that, but uh, you know, he enjoys his life out there. And and uh, it's funny, uh, Wally was one of the guys that Marv Levi uh, mentioned to me about, you know, Marv Levi about uh, you know having him as a player and uh, yeah. how he could see him being a coach. You know, he was a kind of a coach on the field. So. Uh, you know, uh, that's a, you, you do pick those guys out. Huh? It would be nice if Wally was a little more visible, but he is as visible, I guess, as he wants to be because everybody I, loves seeing Wally. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's such an iconic figure out there, and he's still at the games, and they, you know, they, they mix and mingle, and he tries to help out. Well, and, and back to the timing thing. There was only one time that Wally became available. That's right. And it was after the 03 yeah. season, and <laughs> again, back to, did this happen? Wally was fired. He was, by the Federics, right? It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. And by the way, you know, I spent 17 weeks in Calgary, as you know, and um, here recently, the Dunnigan era comes up like every day. I'm hanging around football guys for how bad it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I don't know how much Matt wants to talk about it. He doesn't bring it up much. But the one thing they said about Matt Dunnigan and, and the old folks, or sorry, the young viewers will say, what? He, they coached the Stamps? I think he would have had a good chance i think but they said he was in the weight room before any player and after any player that wouldn't surprise you would it no he he loved working out uh he might have the best uh, beard on tv right now or know, worse or whatever you think. but uh he's uh he's i, I like matt uh, i think he's uh, i think he's good at what he does and he's opinionated but i like that's him what too they want, you know yeah yeah oh he, well he's honest and he's honest yeah, yeah like i said to him once is this broadcasting thing kind of fill the void for football and he's like no no he says not the same yeah no. but he gets paid well doing it so he does and yeah. uh, i think they have fun and and, uh, you know, Stiegel's like him. He's pretty honest and tells it like he, like he sees it. Phyllis in Winnipeg says the Bomber boys always talk about going 1-0. They don't take any game for granted. Every single game they focus on the team in front of them and they do their thing. It's beautiful to see. No doubt. Um, we do have more time with Jim. Three minutes in this segment. I'll throw this question at you from John in Winnipeg. He says, Jim... Biggest obstacle for the CFL for 2022 and beyond? Well, it's 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 the fan base getting the crowds back. Um, uh, I'm not sure what the answer is. I mean, I think cost is becoming a real issue. You know, with you know when you look at especially in Saskatchewan, uh, where people are traveling from from all over the province. So, and and we got out of the habit. You know, we went through the you know no no football one year and COVID and. And, you know, people are comfortable watching the game on TV and everything else. So we got to get them back in the habit. Uh, but, you know, you and I have been around the CFL so long. We've seen all this before. It's <laughs> not like we haven't had this scenario about attendance. And, uh, uh, you know, the game is it's a, it's a good game. And uh, uh, we need to have some excitement uh, in the fall and, and towards that great cup. Well, you're friends with these schooner guys. Gary Drummond, yep, talked yep. with him. Like, what's? It sounds like that's dead in the water. The yeah, Atlantic it's just units. funny how they just went silent and they weren't involved at all. Uh, and I heard great things from people who were there about the experience and the fans and the people and and you know it's a beautiful day and everything else. Uh, but uh, let's face it, they're not going to play out in Wolfville, that's for sure. And uh, they got to be in Halifax. And and uh, let's. I'd love to see it, 
But I was talking to Rick about what it's like to be uh, uh, on the lines and travel from Vancouver to the Maritimes to play a football game. You know, that's, that's a pretty big deal. And, hmm. uh, you know, so not that it's not... Yeah, look at know, a map. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they do it in the NFL. They go from L.A. to New York and all the rest of it. So, but uh, let's hope that they can get something going there. More viewer questions when we return and also a sports update. Jim Hobson with us, Hall of Fame president of the Rough Riders. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, just ahead of a little more with Jim Hobson, a sports update. Toronto Blue Jays ace Alec Manoa will open a four-game series at Minnesota tonight. The Twins will counter with lefty Jeffrey Springs. The Jays dropped a 3 2 decision in Tampa Bay on Wednesday. The L.A. Dodgers are honoring late broadcaster Vin Scully by adding a patch with Vin above a microphone to their uniforms for the remainder of the season. The Hall of Fame play-by-play man died Tuesday at the age of 94. And Russian prosecutors have asked a court outside Moscow to sentence American basketball star Brittany Griner to nine and a half years in prison on cannabis possession charges. Closing arguments in Griner's trial are taking place today, nearly six months after her arrest at a Moscow airport. Although a conviction appears almost certain, and Griner has acknowledged having vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage, Russian judges have considered considerable latitude on sentencing. The sports update for the World Juniors. Uh, Edmonton is hosting the World this summer. The World Juniors back August 9th to the 20th. We're going to be there live. We'd like to see you there as well. Tickets are on sale now at HockeyCanada.ca starting for as low as $20 or $40. And bring the thrill of the track to your fingertips with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live streamed horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. I said, Jim Hobson, I had a burning question for you. It was about my dick as gridiron greats. I have another. How did you escape the noise as president of this team for 10 years when it's on your face all day, every day, with people giving their opinion on what, and what you should do? I think I, I never tried to escape it. I think I embraced it. I, <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I, you know, it, when I started, I, I realized that, uh, it, you know, you're going to live in a fishbowl. Everybody knows you, and uh, everybody's got an opinion. Uh, but I said, you know what, you can, you can fight it or you can embrace it. And so I embraced it, you know. And uh, uh, I was talking with, uh, with, uh, with, with a friend the other day about that, and uh, he said, like, you... You showed up everywhere. I said, well, you know, I, I was energized by the fans. I felt, you know, I felt that uh, it was my obligation to be part of the, be, be part of the uh, fan base and, and support them. But, yeah, it was good. But, you know, people were good. Um, uh, one of the reasons we moved out to the lake uh, and spent a lot of time out there is it gave us some serenity. You know, we got away from the hustle and bustle. But people were generally good. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if you wanted some privacy, when we lived in Musha, my wife was the director of education over there, people were great. They, you know, they'd say hi, but they didn't, 
you know, they didn't push themselves on you and, and so on. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Um, there were times, of course, you'd, you know, you'd take, you'd get a couple drunks telling you what, what they think. But eh, that's, they pay their money. <laughs> you can say what they want. Say what you want yeah. I'm not sure I agree with that, by the way, but good for you yeah. for feeling that way. Yeah. Um, another one, 2013 Grey Cup. I think I've asked you this before. I forgot the answer. Did you not deliver the edict, Grey Cup, or else you guys are fired? Gordy and I, Gordy Gilroy, our equipment manager, we were talking this morning about the 13 because I have a 13 helmet that was autographed. And, uh, you know, you think back, and it was magical. Uh, the fact that the fans sat in that stadium for I don't know how long, but a long time after the game, just sat there, just soaking it up and enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty special and uh, uh, hard to replicate. I mean, we could do it this year, but we've got to get a lot better first. But uh, it, was, uh, it was a special time. Huh? You don't want to answer the question? Well, <laughs> what was I, the question again? The question, did you tell the coach and GM, if we don't win the Grey Cup, you'll be fired? No, I didn't. I, oh, I, I thought I, you did. No, I did. I did say, I said, we're all in. Uh, we're we're going to do everything in our power to win the Grey Cup. I told Brendan, you spend right to the edge of the cap. Uh, I said, this is our, this is it. This is our chance. It, it's a chance to be immortal. And uh, they felt the pressure. I know Brendan really felt it, and as did Corey. We we stumbled for a while there during the season, but uh, no, I didn't. I didn't say we'd be fired, but uh, I certainly expected to be in the game, and uh, and we were. Uh, but uh, uh, it was, you know, a special time. And uh, unfortunately, um, the win changed Corey. And and uh, our head coach, yeah, unfortunately, because uh, you know, bright young guy, and and he's done some good things since he was part of a championship team this year down in Birmingham. But uh, I don't know what went wrong, but uh, I think sometimes ego gets in the way, huh? From Craig Smith, who was your director of scouting on that season, he says, Loved the preseason barbecues at Jim's place at the lake to start the season. Did you cater that or did you cook it? No, we catered it. Uh, we would have north of 100 people. Uh, we'd, uh, we, it, was, it was awesome. We'd have all the football ops, all the business people, everybody out. Uh, one year we set up a tent, but the only people that sat in it was George. George would go out there to have a, a, a dart. He'd have to go out and have his cigarette. But uh, we had a great time. Uh, we had some good weather, bad weather, uh, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, my son uh, would come out, and he and his partner, and they'd, they'd be the bartenders. And uh, it was just, that was, uh, those are special. We did a lot of entertaining at the lake uh, and uh, had a great, uh, great cup party. Invited everybody over for a Christmas drink and had the great cup there. They walked in the house, and the great cup was sitting in, in the living room. And so, yeah, we had a lot of, a lot of well, good Well, by times. the way, I, sorry to interrupt. Jeff, the Stams fan, makes a really good point. And he's trolling, but I'll ask. I'll say it anyways. He says the riders sold their souls for that Grey Cup and have never fully recovered. The LA Rams did the same thing. This is the new thing in the NFL: credit card number, buy, buy, buy. credit card spending on players, buy, 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 buy. We'll pay the bill later. That's kind of what you did. Well, you're kind of ahead of your time that way. We uh, we certainly did go all in. But having said that, uh, we had a very good team in '14. I think we were going back to the Grey Cup, and unfortunately, Darian got hurt. And what happens to the Rams if if, Jared, if uh, Matthew Stafford gets hurt? They don't win the Super Bowl. And that's right. And so yeah. we we when when he went down in Winnipeg, that was it. And uh, unfortunately, but we had 
We had a team that could have gone back very easily. Uh, but championships are they're hard to win. And when you got a chance like that, especially at home, uh, you got to go for it. Look at look at what San Diego just did with in baseball. Home, oh, man. All in. And, you know, people are criticizing the Jays because they kind of took a more cautious uh, middle-of-the-road approach. But uh, San Diego was all in, huh? Yeah. Got to give We'll see how it goes, though. Well, that's right. Uh, What happens if they get an injury or, you know, who knows? Well, we have fans um, from all CFL teams, as you know, watching. And uh, the Stamps, it just, it it defies explanation how good they've been. It just does. It's a Huffnagel thing. And they better be rolling down red carpet for him every day and hope that he never leaves. You know, he's a very well-paid guy. I don't know how he's done it. Well, he has a he has a, a formula, um, and uh, he's got great great contacts, great scouting, and uh, uh, but for John, there's no player that's bigger than the team. He he understands that, and uh, he's uh, he's like Wally. Uh, better to get rid of a guy a year too soon than a year too late, and uh, he just keeps rolling along. You know, Huff's in his seventies now. This you know he's not a young man anymore, but. Uh, he doesn't give any indication of uh, of leaving. I think he lives out in Cochrane. He I does. Could. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, he seems happy and uh, he is. I've talked to him about it. Yeah, uh, he <laughs> loves the city. Gets paid great and doesn't have the BS of the NFL. That's right. <laughs> he got screwed around pretty bad there. But, but he had success down there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You yeah. can still lose your job oh. and have success. <laughs> right? Believe yeah. me. You're hired so, to be fired. Ex- huh? <laughs> exactly. I got one more for Jim when we come back. And I'll let you think about it for four minutes. It's not that hard, but <clears throat> bad guys in your locker room, do you need them to win or should you not have them to win? We'll talk about that when we come back in our final segment. And all of your questions. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, here we go. And it's always fun. It's the overtime segment for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the CFL and UFC. And we turn it over to the viewers. And um, there's a lot of great questions coming in for Jim Hops in our last segment with him. And I appreciate you coming in, Jim, as always. Appreciate you watching the show, too, by the way, on mm-hmm. Sastel Max TV. Um, I'll get to the viewer questions, but I teed you up. Bad guys, if you will, in the locker room. You got this Garrett Marino here suspended by the Riders, still on suspension. You know what he did. Duke Williams throwing his helmet and spitting. Um, you had some characters in your time with the Riders. So where do you stand on having those types in your locker room? You know, it, it, it seems counterintuitive, but I, I think you need some guys with an edge. You know, you... I mean, we had a lot of great guys when I was there, the Mikowskis, the O'Days, and so on. But, you know, we needed Andrew Green. You know, uh, he played with an edge. He, he had an edge in the locker room. Uh, um, I look back at my playing days, and uh, nobody was uh, more of an agitator than Bill Baker, you know, and he could... He change could, the game. And uh, <laughs> he could change the game, yeah. So uh, I think uh, you need good guys, of course. You need people to get along. You want them to like each other. 
interesting that I hear that Marino is well-liked in the locker room. You know, as, as bad as the whole situation was and, yeah. and uh, everything that happened, and, and I, I, I certainly was not very impressed with, with what he pulled at the end of uh, the game, but they say in the locker room, he's a great teammate. People like him. He, and he's a hard-nosed, tough player. You brought up Dwight Anderson. It's Dwight hate, Anderson. I hated him. I hated him. And, and I, when we got him, I thought, oh, man, but I love the guy. And I, I watched him with his kids and his wife and his teammates. And, uh, yeah, so, you, you know, you, you need guys like that. Nate Davis was a guy that, you know, people weren't sure about, you know. But, but he was quiet and moody at times. But, uh, yeah, so you need um, uh, Ralph Galloway, uh, he, he, he had an edge, you know, and, and those are the kind of guys that, that you need on your team. So uh, uh, I hear that Atch was, uh, wasn't exactly a choir boy in terms of uh, the locker room and everything. So Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I think you need a balance. You, what you don't need is guys who aren't good teammates and that, they, you know, guys that don't support their teammates, don't, don't buy into the team concept. And if, if they're, if they're hard-nosed and tough, so be it, huh? Ryan watching in Saratoga, New York, says, Ryan, uh, Rod, are we going to have time for Bo Levi Mitchell on today? No, nope, sorry, we're running out of time. We don't have time oh, for Bo no. today, but maybe down the, maybe next time, Bo, maybe tomorrow on a football Friday. Um, from Glenn B., he says, the players all have their own personalities, but bad apples need to be removed. They can spread like cancer. That's up to your leaders, right, to sort that yeah, out. You yeah, can't have, you can't have guys that are bad apples. There's no doubt about that. From Andrew Stout, he says, Bonjour, Rod. Can you please ask Jim if he is still a Habs fan and what he thinks of the way the team is going? I am. Um, I didn't know that. I, uh, I tell you, I, what they're doing is so unconventional. I mean, they're picking guys that never, never worked in the NHL and coach minor hockey, and, but... I like what they're doing, and uh, uh, they're doing it differently. Um, but uh, I think their future is, is, is looking pretty good. Uh, but, man, who, it, the thing of it is, the CFL, the NFL, NHL, they're old boys clubs, you know, and that's the way the world works. Not for them. They're, they're bringing in guys that uh, really had no connection, and uh, it seems to be working for them. they got a good young core. Uh, be interesting if they bring back uh, uh, PK and see what happens there. Well, so, they haven't yet. <laughs> they haven't so. yet. But uh, anyway, no, I'm still a Habs fan, and, uh, uh, and I kind of like the Leafs, but they disappoint us every year. <clears throat> Leafs falling every year. You can count on it. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Carlos in Indianapolis, he says, it's been a good show, everyone. Two hours of fascinating conversation. Um yeah, I'll f- finish it up with those last questions here on uh, the Canadian Football League. We got five minutes left, which is still a lot of time. Um, the Grey Cup this year in Sask, you're going to predict the Riders will be in it, no matter what, right? If I asked you who's going to be in it, we might have to go through the East, but that's happened you know before. It has it? I don't has, think it has. Well, they, we can go through the East. <laughs> well, they've gone through it, yeah. but nobody's ever gone no, to a Grey no, Cup. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. But uh, we might have to go that way because when you look at Winnipeg, BC, and, and Calgary, it's uh, it's going to be tough to make that top three. But uh, yeah, if we were in it, uh, if we're not in it, it's still going to be great. I mean, uh, Rider fans are going to come out, but uh, uh, it'd sure be great if we could find a way to get there. But uh, hey, that's. You know, I, I used to not understand the football guys like Roy and, and Eric. They didn't panic about losses early in the year. They always said, hey, Labor Day, we get into the fall. 
that's when it matters. And uh, we get healthy and get back some guys. Uh, we we could uh, we could make some noise. So we'll just have to see what happens. But uh, it's Saskatchewan, eternal optimism, right? Well, of course, to a fault almost sometimes. But yep. but with what you're hearing here, I just. Everybody says that the problems stem from the offensive line, and you are an offensive lineman, so do you see that? Our offensive line is not very good right now. Um, we miss Danny. Uh, our, our two young guards are going to be mainstays for a long time, but they're young. Logan, I mean, this kid's out of junior football. Uh, our tackles aren't good enough. Uh, 51, um, you know, he, he tries to be a tough guy. Uh, he needs to be a finesse player. Um, we're just we're, we're we're hurting up front, and uh, uh, it's hard for Cody to be a great quarterback when he doesn't have some help. We need to get our running game going. Now we're going to get some players back. We're going to get some receivers back soon, and that's going to help us. But uh, we need you know we I don't know what we're going to do at tackle, uh, and and uh, that's our that's our problem right now. Uh, we got to get that running game going too. Uh, when you know when you don't have a great O line, you got to help them out. Uh, but uh, you know it. it Offensive tackle is a tough position to play. The ends now are so good, so quick, so fast. Uh, you've got to be an athlete to do that. And uh, uh, I don't see 51 having the, the kind of mindset. Well, when you're in the season and things aren't going great, you've yeah. been on the top and the bottom, mm -hmm. one and seven in 2011. You had to make yeah. a change. Is it not like a blur? Like the games are coming fast, and right? Like how do you... Yeah. It's just, These are quick fixes. The routine. Yeah, quick fixes are really hard to do. I mean, uh, when, uh, uh, when we lost uh, Darian in 14, we tried to bring in, you know, recycled quarterbacks. And, and newbies and rookies. And, yeah, and yeah. so you're, you're playing, you know, you're really just rolling the dice. And uh, that often, or not very often, works. So, uh, but they've got some time now, and uh, they, need, they can't panic. Uh, Hopefully, J.O.'s got some, some lines on some tackles we can bring in here and help us out, huh? Wayne in Victoria, B.C., watching, <laughs> says, Thanks, RP Show, for a great two hours of top-notch sports talk, especially CFL talk. Have a great day. From John in Winnipeg, hats off to Jim. Best guest ever, and that includes Don Cherry. <laughs> Did you know we had Don Cherry on here? Yes. It was awesome. He, he is awesome. Yeah, I mean, who, yes, who, is. Who's, who's bigger than Don Cherry? Yeah, right? well, not too many these yeah. days. Jim, thanks again. Continued success. Enjoy the rest of summer. I will. I'm going to head back out to the lake later today and uh, going to have lunch with my oldest friend. We went to kindergarten together. Who was that? Gary Wilson. All right. Played, oh, I know Gary Wilson. Played with the Rams. Great guy. Absolutely. Great Say, guy. Hey, yeah. Tomorrow on a football Friday, a couple Hall of Famers, Wes Cates and Nick Lewis right here in the bunker. We'll see you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. <laughs> Angering people is a gift of mine. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.